You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Yes, hallelujah. Last week we were looking at meditation. Yes? The ancient practice of Hagar. Yes? You remember that? Did you listen to it again? I went to listen to it. And I was blessed. So, you know, I get more blessed than you guys because, you know, I get blessed receiving and I get blessed sharing. Then I go back to it again and I get more blessed. Come on. And I get more blessed. And I get more blessed. Yeah. So, and then as I practice it, I also get more blessed. Because the whole idea is not just to know the word, but to put it to use. Yes. We don't want to be hearers of the word only, not being doers of the word. We don't want to deceive ourselves. Come on. Yeah. So, the ancient biblical practice of Hagar, I notice from looking at the scriptures, that is something that is not only practiced by God himself, it's something that is practiced by the enemy himself, especially when he starts meditating on how to get you. Yeah, he sits down, he strategizes, he meditates, he observes you. Do you know that the enemy can observe you for 10 years just to strike once? Yeah. So he can observe you, watch you, study you, Know your likes, know your dislikes. Come on. Yeah, so as to know how to package, tailor package your temptation. Yeah, how can he package your temptation if he doesn't know you? Every temptation is customized. So it's a product of study. It's a product of meditation. Come on. Yeah. Touch your neighbor, say temptation. temptation. It's a product, product of satanic meditation. Satanic so meditation. Satan practices Hagar. Satan. Yeah. So if Satan practices it, that means it is potent. That means it is powerful. You think he just came to Eve and just tempted her like that? No. He took his time. He took his time. He observed. He looked at Adam. He looked at Eve. He looked at both of them. He meditated. He studied them. He looked at them. He listened to them. He spoke to them. You think the time he spoke... To get Eve to take from the tree was the first time? No, I don't think so. Because it would have been strange. Are you getting me? So in the same manner, if the enemy is going to get you, he will study you. He will come close. He will watch from afar. He will listen. He will suggest. And some of the suggestions will be right. And you will put them to use and find out they are accurate. 
All right? It's all strategic. It's all strategic. So that's why the practice of Hagar is an ancient practice that is still powerful and relevant today. Still relevant today. So we need to begin to engage our minds with the Word of God. With the Word of God. I still say that it is impossible for you to be depressed without practicing Hagar in a negative way. It's impossible. And that's not to say, you know, you have sinned because you, 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 you are depressed. But I'm saying that if you are able to disengage from that and to engage the word of God, the results will be different. The results will be different. So, you want... <laughs> it's, 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 it's interesting that... Do you know that even, even animals, Hagar... Yeah. Animals practice it. So, if God can do it, Satan can do it, and animals can do it. What are you waiting for? Hmm? How do they do it? Let's look at the word of God. Isaiah chapter 59. Say, talk to me, Lord Jesus. Okay. I hope you hear when he talks. Receive hearing ears. Okay. Isaiah 59, we know verse 1, we often quote it. It says, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that he cannot save, nor his ear heavy, that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you. Okay? So that you will not hear. Okay? So, sin comes so that he, it can block our hearing. Alright? Then, look at what the next verse. It says, For your hands are defiled with blood, and your fingers with iniquity, your lips have spoken lies, and your mouth has muttered perversity. That word muttered there is Hagar. Okay? So he's talking about people now here. He's telling us, explaining to us why we are in the state that we are you know, we are where we are because we have been you, uh, somehow, somehow been detached from God, yeah. from hearing Him, from, from seeing Him, and from, from um, experiencing Him. So, that's what 
He says there. But then, look at, look at verse 11. He says, we all grow like bears and mourn sadly like doves. We look for justice, but there is none. For salvation, but it is far from us. You know what? The word growl there like bears is Hagar. Huh? And the word um, mourn like doves is Hagar as well. So in other words, when bears want to get their prey, they have to Hagar for some time. So animals practice this thing. They take time to meditate. Because the word Hagar in the Hebrew is the same word that was used in English for meditation. So the bear wants to, he wants to catch a prey. Hmm? But he doesn't just go haphazardly. He takes his time. And then he says that he grows. Even a dove. They're meditating. So if a dove can meditate, and you who is in God's image, find it hard to meditate, who is higher in rank in order of creation, you are higher. So if the lesser can do it, and we know that God does it because the Bible actually made it very clear that we are mindful of him. I mean, he's mindful of us. So in other words, he meditates on us. He fills his mind with you. So much that he knows when a strand of hair falls off your head. He has all those kind of details. Why? Because he's meditating on you all day long, all night long. Yes? When you are in love, you tend to meditate a lot. Come on. Is that not so? Yeah. That's right. You do. That's honest. Some of you are looking so spiritual. I see I, I, you don't know what I'm talking about. I know you. I'm not fooled by that holy look. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Because you have Hagar, that person. <laughs> For so long. Bongwe, you did it. It took you two years. <laughs> two years of Hagar has produced. <laughs> Hallelujah. Two years of meditation. Look at the fruit of meditation. Isn't she beautiful? Come on.
Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. So touch someone, say it works. It worked for you, so I mean, huh? It worked for you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. So keep meditating. Keep on meditating. Hallelujah. So, last week I showed you that the lion also does that. Isn't it? Yeah. So, I believe that this is one thing that God is going to bring back full force for the end time army. When you will sit down and you will meditate on the word of God. Until light begins to shine in your life. Let me give you an example of some of the things that will happen to some of you as you begin to meditate. As you begin to meditate, what's going to happen is that it will get to a point that the veil will be removed. And you will begin to see. Some of you will be taken into the scene of what transpired in Scripture. Okay? As you begin to meditate, as you begin to meditate, you might be meditating on Elijah and the prophets of Baal. And then all of a sudden, it will get to a point that, boom, you will enter into it like a movie. And you begin to see how it all transpired. That's the power of Hagar. You have to start from where you are. God wants to take you deeper. Say deeper. deeper. He wants to take you deeper into his word. Into the treasures of his word. And the realm of the spirit will become more real to you as you continue to practice our God. That was how some of our ancient patriarchs walked with God because they didn't have the Bible but they had meditation they had the Lord himself amen Amen. what do you meditate on? you meditate on him my meditation of him shall be sweet you meditate on him what else do you meditate on? you meditate on his works Meditate on his works. Look at the book of Psalm 77. Psalm 77, and I'll read verse 11. Verses 11 and 12. It says, I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember your wonders of old. Come on. I will also what? Hagar on all your work. And talk of your deeds. 
You see, the problem is that we meditate too much on the works of the devil instead of meditating on the works of God. What has God done? Start meditating on what he has done. Yeah. Instead of meditating on ancestors and instead of meditating on demons, come on. Yeah. Meditate on the works of God. Yeah. He said, I will meditate on all your work. All. In other words, you can just, you can just walk, stand out, look at this tree, and start meditating. And say, oh Lord, what a wonder you are. I see. This is so marvelous. How did you even do this? When did you do this? I wonder what this, how this tree is responding to you. you how many people, if you've read church history, uh, St. Patrick, uh, St. Francis rather, St. Francis used to meditate so much that they thought there was something wrong with him. And it is even said that he used to communicate with animals. <laughs> yeah, come on. Don't you talk to your dog? What are you talking about? I mean, what's, what's the big deal? What's the big deal? Huh? Your fish. Huh? Your plants. You talk to your plants. When you hagar to your plants, they flourish. They do well. They do better when you talk to them. They do better. So that's why you need to have, the, to have the right stuff in you so that when you speak out, you will speak life. So that when you speak out, you will speak prosperity. When you speak out, you will speak increase. Instead of complaining all day long. What's wrong with you? Be like your father. He looks at Gideon and he says, Oh, thou mighty man of valor. And he can see that this man is fearful. He's hiding in the cave. But his meditation is not his observation. Hallelujah. So he meditates what he wants to impose over the prevailing situation. So when you see pain, what do you do? You, 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 you speak what is going to counter that. Amen. So you meditate on what is going to counter that. Amen. If you want to replace it, but if you want to reinforce it, then just keep meditating on the pain. Yeah. That's the challenge many of us. So we need to meditate on his work. Say, I will meditate on the works of God. The things he has done will fill my mind. Hallelujah. Then it will cause me to have what to use to praise him. Because you know that praise is based on what God has done. 
many of us cannot really praise God because we don't know enough of what he has done. We know more of what Satan has done than what God has done. And so that robs us of our praise. So even the rocks will cry out if you will not praise him. So true praise is born out of what you can see God has done. That's true praise. Worship is born out of who God is. Not what he has done, but what he is. Who he is. Who he is. Because of who you are, I give you glory. Because of who you are, I give you praise. Because of who you are, I will lift my voice and say, Lord, I worship you because of who you are. So you see, worship has nothing to do with your circumstance. That's it has nothing to do with your prevailing situation. It has to do with who he is. But if you don't meditate on who he is, you will not be able to worship him. And I want you to know that Satan wants you to meditate on your situation. Why? Because he wants to receive it as worship. So when you start meditating more on your situation, what you are doing is worshiping the enemy. And you don't want to do that. Because remember, what led to his fall was his desire for worship. And he still has that desire today. He has not repented. So, stop meditating on your situation. Meditate on the Lord. Meditate on his works. Meditate on his word. Hallelujah. And... What else can we do? We need to also learn to meditate in community. As a connect group, you need to be able to meditate as well. Together, hallelujah, we're talking to one another. Let's look at Malachi chapter 3. We'll close with this. Malachi chapter 3. Malachi. Malachi. Or what else do you say? How do you call it in Zulu? (laughs) (laughs) Now we can see. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. Malachi chapter 3. Look at verse 16. Come on. Let's read it together. 1, 2, 3. Then those who feared the Lord spoke to one another. And the Lord listened and heard them. So a book of remembrance was written before him 
For those who fear the Lord and who meditate on His name. Hello. Yes. So we can meditate together. We can meditate in community. Yes, those who feared the Lord spoke to one another. We can speak to one another when we gather together. And as we do that, it is so precious in heaven, from heaven's perspective, that a book is opened. And it is recorded. Instead of gossiping, come on. Instead of sitting down to gossip about somebody's weakness, to gossip about somebody's mistake and somebody's blunder, because you don't want that kind of book about you. You don't want to get to heaven and they open the book of gossips and you are there. Hey, not me. Hello? Touch someone, say, not me, not me, not me, not me, not me, not me. Come on. Yeah, so the book of remembrance was written before God. For who? Those who fear the Lord and who meditate on his name. So even as we're celebrating our connect groups, we need to meditate together. Together. We speak to one another. I say, wow, you know what? I was reading my Bible and this is what I saw. Did you see this when you read? Do you know what we're reading? We're in 2 Samuel now and we are reading 2 Samuel. Oh, do you know what I saw? And we talk about it. Oh, we hear the word of God. Did Did you hear the message? And we talk about it. And we meditate together. We do it in community. Hallelujah. Then the light you got is released to me. The light that God is released to you. And together we form a bigger light. Becomes harder for the enemy to get us. Amen. Amen. If Adam and Eve were meditating when the serpent came. Do you think it would have been easy? No. Because Adam will say, hey, 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 hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. No, 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 no. This is what he said. Yes. Serpent, if what you are saying is right, okay, just wait till tomorrow because he's coming tomorrow morning. Yeah. And when he comes, I will clarify if what you are saying is true. Yeah. Okay, so if we don't know, okay, fine. It's good. We don't know everything. Yeah. But when he comes, yeah. we will find out. You see, so there is a way that we help to protect one another when we, yeah. com- when we meditate in community. Mm-hmm. You see, false doctrines, the way they come, they come from isolation. Yeah. A lot of deceptions come from isolation. When you, when you detach yourself, I want to begin to float all over the place like a butterfly. Come on. <laughs> you get sting. You you get you get you sting and you also oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. 
Yeah. So when you begin to do that, then it becomes easier for you to cook up your own doctrine. Hmm? Packaged, you know, as a product of Satan's meditation. He has taken his time and he has seen what will appeal to you. Do you understand? Yeah. I, I, I know my wife because we've been together for so, so long. All right? Almost three decades. So there are certain things I know. If you want to buy a present, come and talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> don't just go and buy something, you know. Don't, don't just go and buy something that, you know, she will just look and say, ah. Thank you, but she will be grateful for it, but she, it, it, it won't be useful. Yeah. So, but when it is done in community, huh? when it is done in community, it becomes easier. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So there are things about the word of God that are still dark to us because we're not meditating in community. We're not learning in community. You know, we're not, we're not walking in community. We're not connecting with each other. All right? You can go to a hundred conferences. That does not connect you. I'm telling you, it doesn't. It, there is something that happens when we do it together. It's never the same. How many people have noticed when you're reading your, you're reading your Bible, you're reading, okay, some of you were here on Saturday, some came in the spirit, some by technology. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Some came physically. I saw the physical ones. I didn't see the spiritual ones. So I don't know. But you know yourselves. Hallelujah. But how many of you notice that when we do it together, you see more. You understand more. Correct? Yes. Whether it's by Mixellar or Spirit. (laughs) Fellowship of Spirits. Some people say to me, oh, I can't make it, but I'll be with you in spirit. I say, oh, okay, you will be with me in spirit. I'll also come to church, I'll preach in spirit. So you go there, sit down, and I will be at home, and I will, my spirit will be speaking to you. I'll send the message to you in spirit. I'll send, the, you, you will receive the sermon in spirit. So gather together, and I will stay at home and send it in spirit. Come on. I will be with you in spirit. Thank you so much for your presence in spirit. (laughs) Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's stand up on our feet. Our time is gone. Father, we bless your name. We glorify you. Thank you, Father, for the ancient practice of Hagar that is, is, is coming alive in our lives. Mighty God, that through this, the power in your word 
will be released in our lives. Oh, Father God, the spirit of faith will be stronger and stronger. Our faith will, will be so strong that we will move mountains in the name of Jesus. We will move in powers of the age to come. Even as we continue to meditate on the things you have done. We meditate on how you have done things in the days of old. These things were written for our learning. And Lord, I pray, O Father, for the light of your word. O Father, to shine upon your people. In the name of Jesus. Come on, lift up your voices. Lift up your voices. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.